Hey, yo, this is uh, your boy Brad Stone back with Heat of Waves. Just wanted to do a little uh, a little talk about Game 7 of the Celtics-Cleveland uh, last night and how disappointed I am in those Celtics, man. Obviously, I could care less about LeBron James, and anybody who's listened to my podcast would know that. I'm just sick of them. I'm sick of hearing all this talk, all this, he broke this record, is he as good as Jordan? And No, he's not, okay? You're fucking insane. To one, think that. And I know I'm getting a little bit off topic here, but you're fucking insane if you think ever in his lifetime LeBron would be ever even on the same level as Jordan, let alone better than him. And I'll argue anybody that any fucking day of the week. Bring it, bro. Seriously. That's just the stupidest argument. Okay? I can name a trillion reasons why Jordan's better. And I think a lot of people can too. But then there's going to be those millennials and these dumb idiot kids that never got to grow up and actually watch Jordan or Kobe in their lifetime, except for you know a few years of Kobe or whatever. But all they've watched is LeBron and him dominate this league. Okay, you're dominating a league for a reason. Because it's weak as fuck nowadays. I think a lot of people can agree with that. They don't call traveling. They call the weakest fouls when they don't matter, especially for LeBron. And they don't call the fouls that matter in a game decision or uh, down to the last minute or the last two minutes of a ball game. Um, I constantly see these guys flopping on the stupidest little charges or fucking fouls or push-offs or whatever, just like LeBron. Every time he drove last night in Game 7 against the Celtics at Celtics, by the way, they won by eight points. I think a lot of us know that. But every single time that I watched him drive, just – let alone the playoffs, you know, and, and of course last night. What does he do? He smacks your hand away as he's running through there. I know a guy that I played with in high school, after high school, that really – the shit would piss me off when they would do that. Because, look, you, you're allowed to slap their hand away or move it out of the way when you're LeBron James driving in. Well, how come the player against you, the defender, doesn't have that same respect call? to where they can smack your fucking hand away because guess what? That's getting called as a reach-in every single time, right? Every single time. So why are we allowing LeBron, supposedly the greatest player in basketball and in the world right now, and he needs these little tiff-taff fucking bullshit foul calls. He gripes and moans every time he gets fouled. You're 6'8", 260, bro. Take a fucking bitch slap. Take these little bitty smacks, grabs, scratches, pulls, you name it from these guys and shut up and go on every single time he would miss a shot last night, whether it was driving or a fadeaway or pulling up and shooting. And some guy barely fucking touched him. He's whining to the refs. Oh my God. And what do they do? Half the time they call it. I was thinking, you know, it being at the Celtics that it wouldn't be like this. And if you can tell in my demeanor and in my voice right now, I'm very, very pissed off at this game. Very upset because one, the Cavs, did not win that game outright, okay? What happened was, is the fucking Celtics gave that ball game away in the second half. If anybody watched that game, they can relate to that, and they can uh, definitely agree with me. Uh, Their shooting was atrocious. I mean, my God, how about the three points? They were 7 for 39, the Celtics. I have never seen them in this whole postseason, 10-0 before this last loss at home, shoot that horrible, especially at home. I mean, that's 18% on three-pointers, guys. Seven for 39 for 18%. Now, yes, 
the Cavaliers didn't do as well. They had two more on four less shots, but that's 28%. So, I mean, they go up on you guys by 11% on that stat. And if you're shooting the three ball that terrible, in which I seen especially that second half last night, I mean, wide open shots that were going left, going right, going long, going short. These weren't, you know, close shots that people are going, oh, that they missed. I mean, they were just way off shots. It was incredible and, and, and pretty pathetic to watch. Like, one, you all are pros. And you had plenty and plenty and plenty of opportunities. And I will agree with, uh, and I can't believe I'm about to say this, but uh, Skip Bayless on this one, that they had wide open threes that should have been made and just missing. Like, you're a pro, okay? You're a pro for a reason. If you're going to step back and take that three-point shot and you're a pro and you're wide open, you better sink it every time, okay? That's why you're in the in the pros. That's why you made it. It's because if you're wide open in practice and you set, shoot, and just grab and shoot, grab and shoot, you better hit that every time on my fucking team. Or you're, you're getting a scalding, you know, let alone maybe a, a 30 seconds to a minute on the bench or whatever. But it just annoys the shit out of me, this game. I mean, in one of the – in the, one of these – Fantastic plays by, uh, you know, LeBron James. I mean, it just – the game blew me away. I mean, so many factors. Like I was saying, okay, let me get back to that. Uh, they gave all this credit to LeBron for this block last night. Okay, on a dunk, right? Uh, the way i seen it, and it's the same way as if you were shooting a jump shot and got fouled, is uh, he – yes, he got part of the ball first, but then his hand went into the actual shooter, you know, guy that was going to dunk it into his hand and wrist to stop that shot. So that's not a block to me. If that's the same concept as someone shooting a jump shot and someone were to run into you or on your follow through and you release and you get hit, that's a foul, right? Every single time. So how was it and why was it not called last night? And one, that gave such a big momentum swing that it just helped them out tremendously, right? And it it pisses me off. It seriously pisses me off that they called that a block. Like, you know, I give every props and every credit where it's due with LeBron James. Guy can shoot, guy can drive, guy can defend. And a lot of the last night, he was not playing a lot of defense. But uh, it's just, you know, I, I can't take away from what is what he's done as a player. But to me, no, okay, that wasn't a block. That wasn't that, okay. And you didn't fight back and, and bring your team back, uh, LeBron. And I'll say that a thousand times. You didn't fight and win this game back, the Celtics gave you that game. They gave you the game by missing shots. Um, not only that, but points off turnovers. Uh, the, the the Cleveland Cavaliers were uh, plus 10 points off that. They had – I mean, it's crazy because Boston didn't even have a turnover in like that whole first quarter. And I think when they finally did, it was when Jeff Van Gundy actually said something about them not having any turnovers in this game and that LeBron had four up to that point, and he had more than their whole team, which is nuts on a side note. But, uh, yeah, um, the Boston Celtics had six turnovers, which led to 15 points. That's a lot of points, okay? To uh, Cleveland's 13 tur- turnovers and, uh, and only uh, – or 15 points off of it or whatever. Sorry, I got a little bit (laughs) distracted there. Uh, But, I mean, points off turnovers kills you. Fast break points. Cleveland outbeat them again, 16-3. to You can't be in transition, running the court, and and not score. And I've seen so many missed layups out of that Celtics group. Like, if you're playing at home, it's game seven. 
all of that shit's on the line, and you're playing that terrible, missing these wide-open threes, layups. Um, I do got to give a shout-out to uh, rookie Jason Tatum, even though I am not a Duke fan by any means. And when I say that, it's because I'm a Wisconsin Green Bay fan, all that stuff, and they beat us in the championship, which they shouldn't have beat us in that championship, besides the point. But he balled. Jason Tatum, you balled last night, especially that fucking monster poster rising dunk on LeBron King James. I mean, motherfucking munched that shit on him all in his face and then jumped up and kind of taunted him, which I thought, you know, just like Jeff Angunny and everybody else said, Mark Jackson and all that during the game, that I'm surprised you didn't get a, a flagrant foul for that because it's LeBron James. You can't do that to LeBron. So I'm surprised they didn't give him one, but I think they did because he's a rookie and he got up there and just straight munched it. And then on the next play, comes back and shoots that three ball. And, and right then is when I was like, oh, okay, this game, they can put this game away. Nope, they didn't. They played no defense. Uh, the easiest pick and pop and pick and roll shit in that second half destroyed the Celtics. And again, Anthony, my boy Anthony, uh, he's a big Celtics fan, and I'm sorry for saying all this stuff. But man, I have to because I think you're you're in the same boat as me watching that game that you think I'm right about this stuff. Like they gave them that game, and I'm so I'm so disappointed because there was so much hype. Like I said, they were 10 and 0 at home during the playoffs. Celtics were at home. And to lose that in front of the biggest crowd to LeBron James. But then again, the refs gave a lot of that to LeBron. A lot of them bullshit baby calls, little bitty fouls. Like like I said, you're 6'8", man, and, and you're 260. You can take a foul. You can take a slap. But he cries so much. It just it's, it gets old to watch LeBron. So I was, I was hoping they would get kicked out of this game seven, you know, get beat by the Celtics like they should have. And it should have been the Celtics playing either the, the Rockets tonight or the uh, Golden State Warriors, but I think we all know the Golden State's going to win that game. They're just too good, and, and, and the Rockets are too hurt, and James Harden's a, a ball hog. But I don't know. I'm just very disappointed in the Celtics team. I mean, they even out-rebounded them offensively 11-2. to two. You know, it's like if you're out-rebounding somebody, <laughs> offensive rebounding – and that means putbacks. That means second chance points and opportunities. And you out rebound them, like I said, offensively eleven to two. But defensively, you get rebounded thirty or out rebound thirty nine to thirty one. So I, I don't understand where the where there was no putback points and stuff like that from there. Had more assists, had more steals, uh, less turnovers, less fast break points. Um, pretty even in the points and paint at 32 for the Celtics and 38. But I don't know. I was very disappointed. I mean, like I said, three-point shooting, they shot 18%. That's horrible. You can't shoot that and expect to win, especially against LeBron James. So I don't know. Maybe everybody else can give me their thoughts about it or whatever and and maybe uh, – Tell me another reason why they lost this game besides the facts that I just dropped for you. And uh, I'm your boy, Brad Stone, Mr. Bradley. Check me out in all of our podcasts. It's Seth Bradley, 1987, at on Twitter. And uh, check out all of our podcasts and uh, leave us some voice messages and stuff like that on here. And we'll get back to you. And uh, I don't know. I'm disappointed. So what I'm hoping for next is obviously I think Golden State's going to win this game tonight, game seven unless something just crazy happens and they, they lose that game. So I'm really hoping 
even though I think we're all tired of seeing LeBron and the Cavaliers go against Golden State Warriors in the championship. I don't know, what is this, three years in a row now? But either way, I want Steph Curry and them to win. I love Durant. I think he's MVP over Harden, over LeBron. And a lot of people are going to argue with me about that too, but I don't care. Durant is hands down best player in the league right now. So argue all that all you want, baby. I'll take it to your doorstep and I'll shove it in your mouth with Durant over LeBron, over Harden any day. But like I said, I'm your boy Bradstone, Mr. Bradstone. And uh, this is Heat of Waves. And just a little game seven from last night. I'm just disappointed and I had to throw my two cents in there. Uh, I hope you all enjoy listening to our podcast, Heat of Waves. Check us out. Like I said, I'm out. Yo, what's up, man? This is Mr. Bradstone. Uh, once again, uh, I just wanted to uh, say, you know what? Congrats to, to the Cavs, LeBron, for making another finals appear, or, uh, appearance here. Even though your record don't show uh, too great for you in the playoffs and in those finals, uh, especially the finals, I should say. Uh, but with that said, man, congratulations, though. Uh, but y'all got a default win. That's all I'm going to say. And uh, it's ridiculous that y'all are in another, you know, finals appearance. And uh, like I said, uh, probably going to be against Golden State. Mark my words. They're probably going to win tonight, win game seven, and that's that. But to all those Celtics fans that are very disappointed today, as much as I am, you know, sit back and, and look at this like this. Look, you played an outstanding, outstanding playoff run, <clears throat> especially against King James and, and, and those refs that help him out quite a bit. And I think everybody can agree with that, that the refs, the refs help out LeBron James. Tell me that's not true. Watch any of those playoff games and tell me they don't give him a little more favors. Beside the point, but let's let's look at it this way, Celtics fans. Look what happened. Okay, y'all went all the way to game seven, the very last possible game you could play before making it to those that finals. And you did it with backup players, a rookie in Jason Tatum, without Kyrie Irving. Without Hayward, you know, because everybody just keeps talking about, you know, LeBron. And that's it. No, let's quit taking away from these Celtics guys and what they've done up to this point. 10-0 at home, except for last night. So 10-1 at home in the playoffs. I mean, one, that's why you love, 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 love home court advantage, right? Because those crowds, especially with the Celtics, especially with them, are such a huge, huge fan base, and and you you can't deny that. And, uh, I mean, take that away from that. Look how you almost beat LeBron James in seven. It took him seven games to beat a rookie and backup and a lot of guys that a lot of people don't even know their names on the Celtics team, besides, you know, maybe like Al Horford and stuff like that, just because he's been in the league so long. It took him, it took LeBron and the Cleveland Cavaliers seven games to beat a injured, less talented, and less everything compared to the Cavaliers team to beat them. 
So take that away from this game, guys. Take that away from this. That's how good the Celtics were versus LeBron James and company. And let's keep in mind, again, everybody says LeBron James is what? The greatest player in the world. Well, to me, if you're the greatest player in the world, you don't need help from nobody, right? You can take on that game, especially when you're scoring 40 points a game against the Celtics. And, and a lot of times it didn't even get you wins when you were scoring 40 points. Isn't that crazy? It took you seven games to beat a team, like I said, that's injured without great, great players that they needed, especially Kyrie Irving. Look, let me just say this before I go. If Kyrie Irving would have been healthy, you can bet money right now that he would have done everything in his power to win this game, win this series, wouldn't even win to seven games. I promise you that. One, just to get back at the Cleveland Cavaliers, their whole – association and all that shit talking they did on him when he wanted to change teams and ESPN and everybody, you name it, talked all this shit about Kyrie Irving when he traded teams and went to the Celtics because he was tired of being number two behind LeBron James. When to me, Kyrie Irving is one of the greatest players I've ever seen play basketball in such a short period of time. He's already shown me that. And a lot of other people, a lot of people will beg to differ that and argue that, but that's my opinion. So guess what? I think the guy's phenomenal. One of the greatest ball handlers I've ever seen, hands down. But if he would have been in that game, all these games never been injured or Hayward, this would have been over, guys. This would have been over in five games at the most. Because they had to play easy guys, okay? Yeah, everybody's going to be like, well, the Cleveland Cavaliers didn't have a lot of good players either. Yes, they did. They had veteran players. To me, that's better than... Great, awesome, all these good players that are one, two, three season players that are, you know, in their first two, one, two, three seasons. Okay. So to me, this is blasphemy to shortcut the Celtics and what they've done up to this point, especially almost beating LeBron. I know everybody's going to be like, oh, you almost beat him. That's better than going down swept. That's better than winning one game, maybe two against LeBron, because that's usually what happens, right? But, I mean, they had a great team, the Celtics and the Cavs, especially the Cavs had a better team in my eyes on paper with the names. Now, I'm not going to say stats, but on paper with names than the Celtics had. Because, like I said, a lot of people don't even know who those players were on the Celtics team, including me. I didn't know a lot about a lot of these guys. I knew about Jason Tatum. I knew about Al Horford because Al Horford's just been a silent killer this whole playoff run. Everyone can agree with that. Al Horford was playing phenomenal basketball. I wish he had played a little better last night, and they would have gotten that. I don't think they got enough out of him either last night, but whatever. But, I mean, they have J.R. Smith and uh, Kyle Korver. These are two shooters, and people, you know, and J.R. Smith can play defense and, and drive the lane and rebound and all that stuff. I mean – you're not, uh, yeah, they were without Kevin Love, a big rebounder, but guess what? They, like I said earlier, they already out rebounded them defensively by seven or eight rebounds. Yeah, they got out rebounded offensively. They could have used that with Kevin Love in there, you know, two to 11. Kevin Love's in there, guarantee he's getting two or three offensive rebounds a game. The guy's just a, a rebounding monster. Other than that, I don't care for the guy. Again, my take, my opinion, but like I said, Celtics, be proud. Be proud of this. Because you did it with, like I said, guys with hardly any experience. 
with a rookie and Jason Tatum. And he, like I said, munched all over LeBron, then comes back and pops that three in their face to just be like, boom, look how good I am. Look how good I could be. If he would have played like that the whole night, they would have won too. But you can't. Not your rookie year. Not against the Cel- or the Cavaliers game seven in, in LeBron James and the refs. So, like I said, take this one. Don't take it to heart that you lost. Take it as a learning experience, a stepping stone, and that you made it this far to the conference championship, and it took seven games for LeBron to beat you Celtics fans. So be proud. That's all I'm saying, especially my boy Anthony. If he's listening to this podcast, he's a big Celtics fan. I know his heart's hurting from this game, just as you know, as 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 mine. So, but I'm your boy, Mr. Bradstone. Uh, I'm going on eight minutes on this this segment, so I'm gonna get the fuck up out of here. And uh, hey, like I said, like our shit, share it, uh, talk about it, uh, send us messages, and we truly appreciate. It. Favor our show and give us some applauses. Applauses is just like likes. So go ahead and hit that applause button when you're listening to our stuff through Anchor. We appreciate it. Uh, which is me, Mr. Bradstone, my boy Jay, uh, my J- boy Jay Mac, my boy uh, D Weezy, and uh, a reoccurring uh, also co-host, um, special guest uh, Jay Bones, all the way from Australia. So, but we're signing off. This is Heel Waves. I'm out. Hey man, this is your girl, the Guru Lupus Warrior, and I wanted to say. Thank you very much for the star. I was listening to your podcast about LeBron James. I don't like him. I mean, he's a good ball player. He gets mad air. He's talented, but he knows it. You know, like people who say, I'm not conceited. I just think highly of myself. Okay, think highly of yourself, but don't be a dick about it. You know, and that's where LeBron is at. But anyway, um, I'm giving away the keys to my kingdom. So head on over to my podcast. It'll tell you, take the keys to the guru's kingdom. It'll actually tell you what you need to do. Call in a whole broadcast about your station. Tell my people who you are so you can make some new friends. This is your girl, the guru. Thanks a lot, man. Peace. Hey, Guru, this is uh, Mr. Bradstone. Sorry it took me a little bit to get back to you, but uh, yes, I want to tell you thank you, too, as well, for favoring and giving us that star. We work real hard on our podcast. Um, And I also want to take a second to just say thank you for taking a second out of your day to even listen to any of our stuff. Uh, I think I've listened to one of yours, and I'm going to go ahead and over there here in just a little bit once I get some time and go ahead and listen to some more of yours and what you were talking about to, uh, to, uh, you know, get us out there or whatever. And, uh, I'll publish this one as well. And thank you so much again. But yeah, you're so right about LeBron. Like you're so great. You're so good. You don't need to go out there and boast about it. And he's just a crybaby, And he just, he just gets on my nerves. It's like, you're the best player in the world. Quit crying about everything and quit expecting everything. You should want a challenge and all that good stuff. But, uh, yeah, thank you for me, Mr. Bradstone and my boys, D Weezy, J Mac and J Bones. And I'll go over there and check out your podcast a few more here in just a few minutes. And uh, thank you.